Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Stylish Bride podcast, the show dedicated to all things bridal style and empowering women to be their own muse. Since 2004, we've dedicated ourselves to helping brides feel confident, comfortable, and beautiful on their wedding day. It's a long and winding journey, my friends, but we are here to tell you that you can do it and we will show you how. Now, let's get you dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Welcome back to the Dress Styled and Down the Aisle podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And I'm Julie. And today we're talking about something that you may not have considered before, your ability to imagine how something will look. At The Stylish Bride, we call this your imagination capacity. And it's critical to understand this about yourself as you go through the wedding planning process, especially with wedding dress shopping. By the end of this episode, you're going to learn what it is and why it's important, how you assess your own abilities and what that means for your wedding dress shopping journey. Let's dive in. Julie, I don't think I've heard this topic talked about before in the bridal world. Can you explain what we are about to just explain (laughs) to the rest of our brides? (laughs) No, it's true. It's something that I've just observed over time. And after being in thousands of wedding dress appointments, I would say that in every single one, at some point, the bride is asked to imagine what the sample dress that they're trying on is going to look like when it's their dress. And that means that, well, we talked about this in a separate episode, but you know, you should know going in that 99% of the samples don't fit unless you are exactly you know, about a bridal size four with a B cup and between 5'8 and 5'10. Then it might fit. But for everybody else, whether you're much more petite, much bigger, curvier, bigger bust, whatever it is, the sample isn't going to fit you. So women are often asked to imagine how it will look when it does fit because they take your measurements and then place an order in the size that you are on their size chart for the most part. So, you know, some designers do it a little differently, but you're also asked in the appointment to imagine that the dress is new. So the samples in the store have been tried on hundreds of times and, you know, they're in varying states of being loved, as we like to say. So often it's common to hear, oh, you know, when the sample is new, the color will be brighter or, oh, when the sample is new, it'll be poofier or it won't do this. So all of that you're asked to imagine, which is hard. The same thing happens with the length. For whatever reason, wedding dress samples are made really long. And so on almost everyone, the dress is going to be at least six inches too long. And again, the color, but not only, you know, what it will look like when it's fresh, but also if it has a nude background, let's say, and you want to do it in white, you're asked to imagine what that will look like. So there are a lot of moments where a bride needs needs to envision something that is a really big decision. So having said that, why do you think it's important for brides to start diving a little deeper into understanding their imagination capacity? I've noticed that women have a really wide range of ability when it comes to being able to envision things. Sometimes I get a woman who's like, oh, I can totally envision what it's going to look like in white. Or, oh, you know, yes, we can reduce the skirt and I see it. Others, not so much. So understanding where you fall on this spectrum is going to help you a lot as you go through the wedding dress process. Okay, so can you dive a little deeper into how to do so? Okay, so in my mind, and again, this is just how I think about it after being in, you know, thousands of wedding dress appointments, 
you have someone on one end of the spectrum that has a great envisioning ability. You know, they can see what it's going to look like when it's modified. They, when you add a sleeve to it, something like that. And on the other, you have someone who really needs to see the exact thing that they are going to be getting in order to trust it and feel comfortable. So where you fall on that spectrum, and a lot of people are in between, not everyone is very extreme, but where you fall on that spectrum and understanding it is going to help you make an informed decision when you're deciding on your dress. You know, that makes so much sense. The other day I was with one of our clients, a bride, you know, she's very creative within her field, but had such a hard time envisioning the changes to her own wedding dress at least to her top contenders. You know, how do you suggest a bride goes about figuring this out about themselves? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. In my upcoming book, I go into way more detail about it and I've created an awesome worksheet that'll help brides go through the process and sort it out. But for now, my advice is to think about yourself in different situations. For example, when you're buying a piece of furniture for your home, can you see something in a store and know that it's going to be right for your room? Or are you better off using an app that lets you take a picture and superimpose it on the uh, in the spot that you want to put it in, which is, by the way, really cool. I love doing that, even though I can't envision things. <laughs> or can you see in your mind how an outfit's going to look? Or do you need to try the whole thing on and take a picture of it to assess? Or another example is when you shop online for clothes, how accurate are you in your purchases? Do you get it right more often than you get it wrong and have to return? So all of these things and thinking about them will give you a good indication as to where you fall on that spectrum. So, you know, I can see how understanding this about yourself would be really, really helpful when trying to decide on a dress. But okay, so once a bride knows where she falls on the scale, how should she apply the knowledge then? Yeah, you know, this is very important, particularly when you're making changes to a dress. So I want to start by saying that for most of our clients, we encourage them to find a dress that they love as is. But it's very common for them to have something they want to change about it, whether it's something really simple, like making it an all white or reducing the volume on the skirt or adding a sleeve, or it's something a lot more complicated, like combining two dresses into one dress or switching the embroidery or lace or significantly modifying the shape. When you're considering things like that, you have to have a lot of faith and confidence in your decision. So understanding where you are on this scale of imagination capacity, it's important because knowing yourself is the single most important thing you can do in the wedding planning process is understand how you feel, how you make decisions, how you think. So I'll break it down a little further. Let's start with somebody who can really envision what something looks like in their head. And for people like this, what you need to think about is when you're making changes to an existing dress. So for these women, making some changes to an existing dress is fine as long as they have a clear view of what they want. The trick is to make sure that your vision matches what it's actually going to look like. And I can tell you this firsthand because it actually happened to me twice when I was creating a prom dress that I had this vision in my head. Maybe it was a cotillion, I can't remember. But anyway, I was like, oh my God, I want this dress. And I had a vision and we found a local seamstress to do it. And granted, this is like 30 years ago, but I hated the dress. Twice I did this and twice I hated it. It just didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to look. And so that is an extreme case because it was a custom 
dress, but we actually bought a pattern and bought the fabric. So you would have thought that I could understand. And I was very young. I wouldn't make those mistakes now, but it's something to consider. And we also give the advice to our clients that you don't want to change more than two things about a dress. So if you're doing a lot more than that, it's probably not your dress. And you want to really consider whether or not you're redesigning an existing style to look more like something else, or you just can't make up your mind. But you can get into some uh, tricky waters if you're changing a lot, even if you have a good ability to envision it. You also, and this is the case regardless of your imagination capacity, you want to get everything in writing and you really want to make sure that you're protected when it comes to whatever changes you're making. And my last piece of advice is you should discuss what can be done in the fittings versus what has to be decided on at the moment you order the dress and is the changes done in production. Whenever possible, we always encourage changes to be done in fittings because it gives you many more choices about what you can do. It's very common for a bride to be like, oh yeah, I want to reduce this skirt. I want it to be like half the size of it is. And then, you know, the dress comes in and in her fitting, she wants to leave it. So, you know, you have to take all of that into consideration. I love it. And tell me why I'm still thinking about your prom dress pictures. <laughs> ah, oh my somewhere God. around, we still need to see it, at least an Instagram story. <laughs> I know it. Oh my gosh. I will see if I can find, I'm sure my mom has them like tucked away somewhere, but yeah, it it was, I can't even believe I did this twice, but I did. And one was like a black and white check, like off the shoulder thing. And another was ivory with a pearl bodice. Oh my oh, God. Wow. I mean, the jewelry today <laughs> and the stylish bride, of course, is thankful for all those lessons learned, but still right. we need the pictures. <laughs> I will find, I'll dig them up and maybe just share with you. I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay I'll take it. <laughs> so back to speaking for the people. <laughs> what about for someone who has a difficult time imagining what something will look like, but still wants to go and move forward with necessarily a dress that she can't try on necessarily. Yeah. So, you know, again, our number one piece of advice is find a dress that you love as is or as close to it as possible. The fit is always going to be a little challenging and hopefully you'll have a good consultant that can show you, like mock it up, what it will look like in your size. But if you really want to modify something and you're not great at envisioning things, then definitely make it something that you can do at the fitting so they can really give you a clear view on what it's going to look like before committing to it. Small things that are easy to do at fittings or it's something like adding a strap or, or coverage, you know, making a lace bolero, something like that, or making a straight neckline dipped or like scooped out a little or reducing the volume in a skirt a little bit. All of those things are fairly easy to do and your fitter should be able to give you a clear view of what it's going to look like at the end before doing the work. For other things like color, whenever possible, you should ask for a swatch. So, you know, a lot of times if you know, you want to change the color of a dress, you can either see what that looks like in a store, in the store, like in another dress sample, or they can send you a swatch. If a dress is too small or too big, try to go somewhere where you can try on a similar shape that's going to zip up. So this is really important that you want to feel confident that you love an A-line, for example, on your body when it fits you. Once you know that, then the actual dress itself, 
while it could be a little bit different, it's going to have the same bones to it, most likely that and you can compare and contrast, but that's going to give you more confidence. And you can also do a search. And I will say, and I'm sure you're going to say the same thing, D, that our brides are like amazing researchers. They will find a bride that wore that dress at some point in the past and change the color and dip the neckline and they find their wedding pictures. And you're like, oh my God, I have no idea how you found that. But it's a great way to visualize. And (laughs) I'm laughing because I just think it's so funny. It's like all of this information is out there if you can find somebody who's done it before. And along those lines, if you utilize technology and you're good at doing that, you can do a lot in these photo apps, I guess. I was with a bride the other day whose sister, she's still in college. The bride wanted to change the lining color from nude to ivory at Monique Lillier. And she was having trouble envisioning it. Well, the bride figured out on like in the photo app how to do like a sheer white color of the dress. I've never seen this done before and made the whole thing essentially white in the picture. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So you can get pretty far when you utilize technology or have a Gen Z relative or friend do it for you. (laughs) The furthest I can go is Canva and I'm sure there's a way to do it on Canva. So if you know how, let me know. (laughs) Oh my God. uh, Or you can draw on it. You know, like one of the consultants that we work with, she is amazing and she'll take a picture and then draw the changes right on the picture of the bride in the dress. That's so cool. I actually did buy the pen after her and I have it at home. So it's time have I start. You, <laughs> have you used it? No, oh not yet. It's just I have to bring the iPad too, but I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I can't draw to save my life. It's like pathetic. <laughs> I think I got a D in it in fashion school. It was like not good. <laughs> so you don't oh. want me doing that. <laughs> I also wanted to quickly mention that you've created an incredible product called the Sample Size Solution to also help with brides that not necessarily can try on a dress and it doesn't fit perfectly, but you've also helped in other ways to help them visualize a little bit better what the dress is going to fit. Yeah, it's true. I created a sample size solution for curvy brides or busty women that can't zip up the dress. And I found that it was like the worst and it happened to me. It was, um, you know, you have to go out and stand on the pedestal in front of everyone you brought with you and the whole back of the dress is open and, you know, it's hard to get a clear visual on what it's going to look like. So the sample size solution helps and you can get a better idea. So that's fun and hopefully helpful for people. Absolutely. So with that said, any other tips that you could share with our brides on that topic? Well, I'm going to take one. I mean, we said this last week too, but doubt means don't with wedding dresses. And I think that as we talk about, you know, can you imagine things? Should you make changes? You know, how do you have confidence in your order. As someone who second guesses pretty much everything, I can tell you that with fashion, I use the Oprahism of doubt means don't. And I think it especially rings true with wedding dresses, because if you have a seed of doubt in your mind, it's not your dress and you can find something out there that works for you. So don't compromise. I love that. I think also it's important to think about the things we've chatted about over the last few weeks between social media and one 
wanting to be different, but also looking at yourself as inspiration. And it's important that I think that all of it contributes to what is it that is bringing you doubt and really addressing the issue at hand? Is it not really seeing what the dress is going to be like or not really visualizing it for your wedding day? Whatever it might be, I think that the last few weeks encompass exactly this tip and this advice from you. Doubt means don't with wedding dresses. And as you just said, it's important for them to feel like they found the one with all of the support we've been giving them and all this advice. So I think that's fantastic. It's so true. Well, I'm sad for this one to end because I think this one was a pretty special one, but that's all we have time for today. And and we hope you found this helpful. As always, you know, if you have any questions, please reach out over Instagram and DMs or over email or through our website at thestylishbride.com. We're here to hold your hand when you need to or be have a friendly advice when, when also you might need it. So thank you for tuning in and that's it for now. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope this information has been helpful. And if so, we would love for you to leave a review wherever you get your podcasts from to help other people find us. And if you're looking for more information on one of the topics we discussed, please check out our resource library on our website, thestylishbride.com, where we have loads of free information for you. If you have specific questions, you can reach out on Instagram. Our handle's thestylishbride, and we would love to hear from you. Until next week, bye for now.